Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. Hey, when we when we, we get out of this segment, could you throw some some Donna Summer on? This is get me just go thinking about something, and I want to mention here later on. Anyway, uh, here we are on a Saturday, yeah, back, yeah. and we started back a few weeks ago, and it was just a couple hours. But no, you have us four hours today. Well, now at this point, it would be three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we're the opening act for a full day of football action. We're going to be talking um, not just bowl games. We got some pro stuff we're going to get to. We're going to have Miles Garrett on here. And by the way, when Miles joins us in the eleven o'clock hour, I want you to know and think about that I am the ultimate team player, and I support people in the arts, regardless of how it affects me. All right, and that sets up a story that we're going to have to do okay. with Miles when he gets here. All but right. congratulations to him. And as we do at the top of every hour, I say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a happy new year. Good morning to you folks in Shambly. Wonderful Shambly. Shambly. Home of the Bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah. How'd this season go? Great. Beat Tucker for the first time in like 40 years. Really? Yeah. That should have been front page news. How come I? Yeah, hear that was about that. That's big news. That's big. It was. You wouldn't. Well, why they? Why? What would they, they, they do this year? That you was different. Pay, you weren't paying attention. No, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Uh, just just had a good, great year, guys. You know what? Just like anything else, any of the teams, you get tired of getting pushed around. Mm-hmm. You just get tired of it, and they they got tired of it, and okay. they and they pushed back. <laughs> Hang on a second. Is this as easy as that? Uh, not as easy, but that's that's kind of. But it takes sometimes, you know. I was gonna say, you know what? We're good. We can play some ball. You know, these guys pushing us around. You know, Tucker pushed them around all them years. They say, wait a minute. So you know, hey, yeah. So Shambly, give me another story. We should just do instead of dedicating a Shambly is one is one is one place where a segment of Peachtree Street, which becomes Peachtree Road, yes, becomes Peachtree Boulevard. That's true. That's true. For one stretch, right there in Shamba, the name changes. Right up there along Oglethorpe and no, a little further down, a little further down. You, by you, by you, Lucky's you, where we used o- to go o- get. That's Brookhaven. That's not Shamba. Okay, that's Brookhaven. You got to right. get a little further north. Little further well, you start in there. That's what I'm saying. You start yeah. in there and you go in north, well, and it changes, Peachtree right? Road, and you go up past where the Martyr Station, the Shamba Martyr Station, right in there, and it changes to Peachtree Boulevard, and then it's Peachtree Industrial, which goes on out into Norcross and Peachtree Corners and. 
Berkeley Lake and Duluth and all that. Yeah. It's yeah. like I know Jared Hill changes in the Lennox over there, right there at Buford Highway. Okay. Something like that, where Fuzzy used to be. Okay. Uh, <laughs> name, name, name change, but in Shambling, the name. I wanted you to tell me a story, though, from this past year that has stuck with you nationally. I mean, instead of doing a segment, we should just throughout the year, that reminds me, say, one of the stories of this year is, you know, we talk about folks that we lost, and as they say, it happens in three. So, you know, yeah, Pope Benedict. We lost him. We just lost just hours ago. Yeah. Um, Pele, who I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and Barbara Walters. Yeah. But this week, the voice in sports. I mean, this year, Ben Scully. Ben Scully. Big story. Big story this week, obviously, because we had met uh, the last piece of the, 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 the team that came from Brooklyn to Los Angeles. Talk uh, about going he, from black and white to color. Yep, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and he was one of those people, just a transcendent voice. Uh, that we lost during the course of this year. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But if I think of some stories, I mean, we're talking about sports stories for this year or, or locally or nationally. I know you had some national ones that, that you thought. And I thought locally, you know, obviously what Georgia did, Georgia winning the national championship right. was one of the big stories here locally. I, I, I would have to say it would rank right up there at the top. Uh, the other two things I have to say was that things that are coming to the town, that Georgia gets – that Atlanta gets World Cup. Yep. I think that's a huge story. And for people who weren't here in 1996, we're still feeling the effects of 1996 in this town when the Olympics came. Not saying it's going to be to that degree, but it's going to have a major impact for years to come. Some of the things are going to be done, infrastructure, some things are going to be done for the for the city and around the metro Atlanta area um, for that event. So I think that's that was big news. We kind of felt like that was going to happen. But I think that was big news. You know oh. what you just reminded me of? I'm sorry to derail you, but I want to get this out. You think about these three people who were instrumental in, in seeing these, the, the, the fruits of their labor that are still with us. Jimmy Carter mm-hmm. started the Georgia Film Bureau and Film Office. And look what that industry is to the state of Georgia now. Every county, every county is camera ready. We talk about the billions of dollars. And by the way, the only industry in the state that we can see their work. You hear about Coca-Cola, you hear about Delta, you hear about all these other corporations, and they've grown this much and their, their, their earnings were up. So we don't know one way or the other. We can't see more planes taken off. We can't see them. We see them yellow signs all around the state. We see something being filmed over here, being talked about over there. Jimmy Carter uh, being one, and the other is Andrew Young. You just brought up the 96 Olympics and how instrumental he was in making sure that happened here. And he's still with us. And now the World Cup, just the events that have happened. We're going to talk to Gary Stoken in a minute. Yeah. He's been here for the growth of sports, you know, in the Atlanta area. But those two men who were instrumental in bringing other aspects that are now grown to levels that they never imagined when they started that. Sorry, and that's the thing about that. World Cup because we talk about who, who knew we talked about you know, soccer, we mentioned Pele earlier, right. his influence on the United States. Who knew that this would be a place that would take off until we got Atlanta United, we filled up a 71,000-seat stadium um, and make everybody say, okay, well, maybe they're doing soccer a little different down here in Georgia. And then look at what, what's happening at a place that a lot of people think would be unlikely for a sport to do what Atlanta United did in the MLS during football season. Right. N- not just during the spring, but during football season, that you still pack the place you know, for, for soccer. So I think that and that woke people up not only nationally but internationally, and I think that's what resulted in the announcement that we said earlier 
uh, this year about the World Cup. Uh, Braves winning the division, obviously, is still a big story. Uh, Freddie Freeman leaving, Matt yeah. Ryan leaving. I think both of those guys leaving were, were, were big stories uh, this year. Um, the announcement that Atlanta will get the national championship game in 2025. There was a semifinal we got tonight. In 2025, we'll get the national championship yep. game back. We'll be the first city to host the national championship game twice. A college football really? playoff. Yes, we'll be the first city Ooh. to do that. That's something else. Jerry going to have be. something to say about that. Well, you know, you know what, you know what I mean. Speaking, <laughs> Yo, Jerry's going to want to say. Speaking of Jerry, and we're going to talk with this. We, we, that's something else to ask our guest when he comes up, because they're going to kick off the next season here, in in the inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They Georgia, meaning Georgia, okay, against Clemson, okay, which used to be a deal. That game used to be. I was going to say that every, really every year, right? But they're going to kick off here. Considering who Georgia is right now, I'm so surprised wow. that Jerry hadn't lured them out to play a game. You know, he's had Alabama out there to play Southern Cal. I'm so – and maybe Georgia doesn't want to go out there to play a game. I, I, I You know, I don't know. What, <laughs> I, I, I shudder to think what's happening. But usually that's what we kind of goes for. But we're keeping Georgia staying, kind of staying home. And maybe Georgia doesn't want to go out there. Nick Saban has said no more neutral site games for his team. You know, they're going to they're gonna stay close to home. So – you brought you you brought it up. Well, yeah, but, you, know, you know, and with Georgia being who they are, they win this second national championship. Jerry don't want to drag them out to. He can know. try. That don't mean he's gonna get it. I'm sure there's a contract in place. I'm sure somebody is gonna make sure he's. Oh, there he is, old Jerry. <laughs> but I'm he does got saying, that that beard working. But I'm just saying, I'm sure somebody will make sure that they continue. Oh, absolutely. To play those games here here in town. You know, because I, I, I thought about that myself. You know, when you mentioned why haven't they got the call from Jerry? Well, they might have got the call, but you're. Did listen, they hang up? Did they hang up and say we ain't coming? Now let me ask you this. Yeah. Would Georgia what else say is that? He, we, he, we are a more attractive city, too. So let's throw that into it. I mean, Dallas was what it was when he built that monstrosity, and that was cool. And while he had the building, he still didn't have the city. We have the city. We have and something else. Let's not sleep on two things. All this is conversation if two things ain't in place: the weather and the airport. That's true, too. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. If those two things ain't in place, the film industry isn't here, The who's to say what sporting events would be here or based here or people wanting to come here? None of that happens. None of it without the weather in the airport. Absolutely. That we have. Absolutely. And, and, and some good partners, and that's something else that, that Mr. Stoker will share with us when he joins us in just a little while, that Atlanta gets it. Mm-hmm. Atlanta gets the importance of sports to the entire area in this entire region. Well, listen, we, you know, there's a reason they 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 have the nicknames of this city that we do. Anyway, I stopped you. you there's a couple yeah, more you want to get to. Yeah, a couple more we want to get to. We're getting national championship. Strider and Harris with rookie honors for the Braves. Uh, just the fact oh, that, yeah. both, that both those guys, rookies, and both got locked in with big deals long-term. I think though that's a big deal. Uh, the passing of Coach Dooley. Um, just at the, the end Absolutely. of an era. A tremendous legacy. Um, thankfully, he had a chance to be there on the field when the, Georgia won the national championship earlier this year and share in that. That's when it, and I want to bring a ni- name that we, we mentioned from time to time, uh, Alana Myers, Alana Myers-Taylor, the bobsled lady. Oh, yeah. From we had her in here. Yeah, that's right. In, um, during, the, during the Winter Olympics, she got her fifth medal. She, that's the most Olympic medals by any black athlete to get five Winter Olympic medals. Cause we usually don't play yeah. them. We usually don't play them games. 
you know. That's <laughs> <Yes>, true. That's <laughs> true. We usually don't play them winner. Them Debbie winner Thomas. That's the first one I was thinking we, of. We, we usually don't do a whole lot of that. But she has five Winter Olympic medals, the most decorated uh, African-American athlete uh, in the Olympics. So uh, just uh, some stories from this year. I thought. Was, and she uh, not a mother, too? Yeah, mom, yes. Very much, very much. Let's, mom, not, let's mom, not sleep on. Let's not sleep on much, that. Man. Mom did that. Then got back in the bobsled. I'm still running. I'm still running. <laughs> you still can't get me. Oh yeah, she is fantastic. She's a fantastic family there in Douglas County. So. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 Game, 929 gamecom If you're just joining us, by the way, um, Sam's top story. You just mentioned that, and I mentioned Pele uh, again, just from this past week. But we're some things that just happened throughout the course of this year. Um, but let me ask you this. Yeah. Where does the retirement of J.J. Watt at the end of this season wow. land for you? Is he still – is he mentioned when you start talking about them all the time, linebackers, is, or is he going to be more of a of, – of, of, this, of this era? Yeah, yeah of, this of this era. era. I, I, and, and sadly, maybe that's something we, 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 we talk about, the sample size and how long we want guys to play. This era of NFL player, you may not get that 10, 12 – 15-year no. guy that we're used to. So, I mean, he's had a career plagued by injuries the last few years, but we knew when this guy was in his prime and at his best, he would go out and flat-out dominate. Yeah, three-time defensive player of the year. You can't say anything about that. And not, yes, just, right. and not just that, but off the field. The things that oh, he, he was at, He was the defensive version of, of Peyton Manning. Right, he was that all an all American boy, you know, that, you know, Wisconsin. But, 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 not, but not just that, but when anything happened, like out in Houston, when they had the floods, the disasters, right. or, 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 or the hurricanes that came through, I mean, he jumped out there to, yeah, he to, stepped to do up. things. Yes, he he did. stepped up, stepped up front, and uh, and so for that reason, I mean, he is sentiment. When Hall of Fame time comes, I don't think you'll have any problems. Uh, but just, just, just remarkable guy, remarkable. And anyone who's been on the team with him says in the locker room, that's the guy you get. You know, he is the same guy. He'll help you whatever he wants to from people that I know who've been on the team with him. He's he's bringing it in slowly. I wanted something, you know, disco like, up tempo. This is Miss Donna Summer. Yeah. I had him play some Donna Summer. Mm -hmm. She would have been 75 today. Really? Donna Summer would have been 75. Wow. Last dance. Yeah, man. So, anyway, we have to get on out of here because I was, like I said, disco, he plays the slowest song she got in her library. But that's like No, 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 no. This is a radio. We need up. We need up tempo. This is going out, sir. This is not coming back. You asked me to play it coming out. Okay. Anyway. Uh, coming up, we are going to talk to Gary Stoken. I mean, CEO, Chick-fil-A, Peach Bowl, but there's some history there. And I want to give you a quick little history when we come back of this game and, and how it has grown. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Yeah, I had to jump on Johnny there for a minute because I got some stuff I got to do okay. here before we bring our guests on and ask the first question mm-hmm. for our audience. But first, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Um, we're going to talk Peach Bowl. Yeah. We're going to talk the Chick fil A Peach Bowl. Mm-hmm. But for our audience members who don't know, a quick little bit of history. After three attempts, a six man committee appointed by the Lions Club of Atlanta received NCAA certification in 1968 to operate a postseason bowl game, dubbed the Peach Bowl. The first three contests place, took place at Georgia Tech's Grant Field. Yeah, the Blizzard, one of them. 
before shifting to Atlanta Fulton County Stadium in 1971. Freezing. There was freezing. But Sam, there was game changing, game changing growth. That started in 68, but in 1986, the Peach Bowl began, began to emerge in the years after the Metro Atlanta Chamber of Commerce took over in 1986, thanks to an increase in resources devoted to expanding promotion of the game. And then we went inside. Yes, and a lot of things <laughs> happened. But that's how it all started, a yeah. six-man committee. Mm-hmm. And now we welcome our guest on who's running everything. But I would imagine he's got a staff that of dozens. Oh, and, and, and volunteers, people who – that's, that's a big part that makes this thing go. want to welcome uh, CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Ball and a friend of the show. We can call him a friend of the show, right? Absolutely. He's been on with us a whole bunch and looking good in that beard, too. Is this the first time you've been on with the beard? <laughs> I don't know. want to welcome Gary Stoken to join us. Uh, Gary, good morning. Happy holidays to you. And, and how have – you know, this time of year been for you? What is it like this time of year for you? Do you get to enjoy the holidays because you're so focused on what you have to do? Well, Happy New Year's to you guys. First off, Sam and Greg, and appreciate you guys having us. Um, yeah, holidays are interesting. Um, we normally have the family over our house uh, December 24th, and with uh, four grandsons, seven, five, Ooh. five, and three. Wow. It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. So uh, we... Uh, we visited with uh, the families as my daughters, two daughters and my wife cooked a Christmas meal for us. And then about five o'clock, I was downtown greeting Ohio State and speaking to the team at our Christmas party for Ohio State. So, but it was a great Christmas. Now uh, we move on to New Year's and we'll have a great New Year's as we'll probably celebrate it in, uh, in Stow and Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Sounds like it. Sounds like it, Gary. Uh, my goodness, what what a week it has been. How do you put this week into words? Because a lot of work goes into it, uh, not knowing who your matchup is going to be. And of all the matchups to get Georgia and Ohio State, uh, so special and to have that here in town. Yeah, Sam, you're right. A lot of people thought this was, in the beginning of the season, going to be the national championship game. Um, so we're blessed to have them as the semifinal game. And you know, so many people give of their time during the holiday. We have over 600 volunteers uh, that during the Christmas uh, to New Year's time frame are here in the hotel or driving people around or, you know, at our various events, hosting both teams and dignitaries. Um, we also have a staff of only 15, so we need those volunteers. It's the best staff in the business and the best volunteers in the business. And I think Ohio State and Georgia, from all we've been able to hear, tremendously uh, satisfied in the, the bull week that they were able to enjoy uh, in this year's Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. That's Gary Stoken, CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Gary, I'm going to bring you in on a conversation that Sam and I had earlier. And we were talking about you in, in this regard. You've been an executive in, this, in the sports world in the city for, for quite a while. And one of the things that Sam had talked about was that he saw you at uh, one of the media days this week at the uh, College Football Hall of Fame and was was taken aback, not that much, but was was enjoying how you were sort of making your way through the crowds and enjoying and meeting people, things like that. And, and I speculated, because I don't know how much, but I speculated that some of the things that you have incorporated into doing what you do 
How much of that comes from being in this city during a time when we all used to watch Ted Turner carry himself a certain way and just mingle amongst the crowd and walk across the floor after a Hawks game, and with Arthur Blank and how he carries himself in the city? You have two real hardcore, nationally known executives, and you're here, and as you ascend, you take a little piece from some of these guys if they taught you something that helps you do your job a little bit better? Well, I think you you um, you look at your your position as a, a position to give back and to what you can do as a leader to um, help other people be successful. Um, we've always taken the stance that you know we're we're a bull to to give back, and it starts with our charitable donations, where we're the number one bowl game bowl organization in the country, given sixty one million dollars back since two thousand two. And just this year, $6.1 million to charity. Um, so I've, I've always looked at, you know, I've told my wife, you know, I, I didn't like the corporate, uh, some of the corporate uh, bull, I'll put, yeah. uh, that you got to go through politically. Um, so to have an opportunity, um, unlike Arthur Blanks, in that corporately, he's able to uh, uh, do a tremendous job by giving back money that he's he's earned um which has been a great example as well as ted turner's you mentioned those two names so i'll I'll reinforce that what they've done personally to give back is is really sensational and and really highly regarded by myself so i told my wife that if i can use my god-given talents to um in business to use my business talents to give back um you know, then I'll, I'll consider my life successful. And, you know, my, my belief and philosophy in life is God's gift to you is, is life and your present back to him is how you maximize the God given talents he's, he's provided you with. And so I've tried to use those in my relationships and sports to create things that give us an opportunity to give back. Amen from the congregation. Absolutely. Folks, we're spending time on the waitforit.com outlines this morning, just hours away from the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl uh, with Gary Stokin, the president and CEO of the game. You can follow Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl uh, on Twitter. They are social, at CFA Peach Bowl, at CFA Peach Bowl. Gary, you talked about the charitable donations, and a lot of it impacts young people in our city. You talked about that yesterday, uh, a, a donation you're doing to both universities and also with Atlanta Public Schools. Talk about that for just a moment, because a lot of what happens and is generated impacts young folk here in, in our city. Yeah, we, we've kept the focus in our mission of uh, uh, two pillars. One is children's and, and one is education. And um, in our education por- format, we have de- uh, developed a tremendous uh, partnership with the Atlanta public school system. So from everything from elementary schools and the APS system to high schools, we have a program. So this year we donated a hundred thousand dollars and, and CF extra yard for teachers foundation matched that to make it $200,000. And we gave that to Atlanta public school system and Dr. Herring uh, for their special education program uh, in Atlanta public schools. Secondly, we, uh, we donate $150,000 each year to Atlanta public school system to place an academic coach to work with all their student athletes to get their GPAs up, their ACT scores up and their SAT scores up. So number one, they can graduate, but number two, they have 
the opportunity to go to college. And the third part of that is in our John Lewis Courage Legacy of Courage Scholarships, where we've endowed over $8 million throughout the United States of teams that have played in our in our bowl game or our, our golf tournament. Um, that's geared for Title I students. And Title I students are kids that are um, in underprivileged areas in, in, in the APS system. And then if they apply to any one of those 34 universities that we have endowed scholarships, they get that money. If there's no one in Atlanta that applies, then it goes throughout the rest of Georgia and Title I students. So this year we had over $300,000 given away in scholarship to 39 applicants uh, Title I students from APS. So, you know, we're we're at the elementary school, we're at the high school, um, and we're we're following that to graduation. And a lot of these kids, it's the first kid in their generation to go to college uh, because they don't have the money to to go to college. So, we're impacting this city in a, in multiple ways through the uh, the education system. Gary, Sam mentioned earlier, um, and, and we've talked about the number of volunteers that are here for this event, also the kickoff classic. When do people start, and when can they start putting their names into the hat to be volunteers for, I guess, the next one, the kickoff classic? And how proud are you of the people that, I mean, are you, are you regularly overwhelmed by the number of people who just want to volunteer and be a part of the events that you guys put on here in the city? Well, I'll point out two of them. Um, and there, there are so many that it's hard uh, over, uh, you know, the 25 years. This is my 25th anniversary. So congratulations, uh, my 25th, 25th bowl game. And, uh, you know, uh, our media hospitality uh, room and we, and we treat the media as our third team. So we have the two teams and then we have the media and our media hospitality volunteer. Um, this was his 40th game that he volunteered for. And I go back to him when I was at Adidas in 1985, he and I, uh, when I volunteered, he and I hung fast signs uh, with zip ties and the eyelets in the Atlanta Fulton County Stadium in the freezing cold. And I'll never forget that. My hands were never so cold. (laughs) And um, that was my first experience with the Peach Bowl Mm -hmm. as a volunteer. And here he is 40 years later. Uh, heading up our hospitality for our third team, the media, and this is his last game. Then the second volunteer I'll recognize, uh, and that's Mel Helplin. Mel Helplin, who was our media hospitality volunteer. The second one we inducted into our Peach Bowl uh, uh, Hall of Fame last night at the College Football Hall of Fame with all the Hall of Famers from college football and all the Dodd Coach of the Year winners, and that's Edith Armbrister, who – um, lives in uh, uh, Arizona, but she flies back, takes her vacation this week to come back and volunteer. And she started at the Marriott Marquis, got to know us, and then moved around to various uh, Marriott hotels. But she comes back every year, and she's a cancer survivor and even worked while she was going through uh, cancer treatments. Um, and she's got over 20 years of volunteering, and we we inducted her last night into our uh, our Hall of Fame. So those are just a couple of examples of stories of people. You talk about giving back, and that's what we are. We're the most charitable organization, and that, that goes from what money we give 
but also down to our volunteers and how they give back as well. Folks, spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Gary Stoke and talking about the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and the impact that it makes on the area. Now, the kickoff games, we got Georgia right back in Mercedes-Benz Stadium to kick off next season. Greg and I were just talking about, isn't Jerry Jones trying to get them to come out to, to Dallas or are we keeping them here in Atlanta? Because when Georgia, I'm just saying, when Georgia accomplished what they've accomplished right now, it seems like there's one of those teams. But it seems like we found a way to keep them a little bit close to home. Well, we beat Jerry Jones for uh, getting the College Football Hall of Fame to Atlanta, and we beat Jerry Jones in kickoff games because Jerry Jones hasn't had a kickoff game the last two years. Outstanding. Uh, and, and we've had one, not only one, but two games. And, uh, you know, this year we'll have Georgia Tech-Louisville. Next year we'll have Georgia-Clemson. And in 25 we'll have Virginia Tech-South Carolina and Tennessee-Syracuse. We'll have two more. So, uh in 24, it's going to be quite a year for Atlanta in uh, college football. And it's one of the reasons why the media calls us the capital of college football. We'll kick off the season with Georgia Clemson in our kickoff game in 24. We'll end the season with the quarterfinal of the CFP and the new playoff 12-team playoff system with either one, two, three, or four playing against uh, another ranked team. And then we'll end that season with Atlanta, we'll be hosting the national championship game, which is the only city that's hosted twice um, for the CFP national championship game. Uh, we'll also host the SEC championship, Atlanta will, uh, that game, that year as well. So you're talking about probably four games with uh, all top ten teams playing in those four games. So no other city can claim that. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we're the capital college football. I believe, ladies and gentlemen, that is called a drop-the-mic moment. Take that, Jerry. Ain't World. nothing else to say on that, man. Listen, we uh, we miss having you on, Gary. It's been a while. We uh, hope you find a moment to where you can sit and enjoy the game and just sort of look around at the work that you and your staff and the volunteers have all done and, and have an appreciation for it, and as always. And, by the way, I'm still here for you when that family member wants to get into the movies. <laughs> so just you know what to find me. I appreciate me. that, Greg. <laughs> and I appreciate you too for what you do for Atlanta and sports and uh, particularly college football. Um, we're all in this together, and th- this city finds a way to unite and work together to make things happen, and you guys are part of that. So thanks so much for having us. Absolutely, and thank you, Gary. Listen, enjoy your day, buddy. That's Gary Stoken, CEO yep. of the uh, – Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. We're going to talk about this when we come back here. There's some things that Gary had mentioned. I know you wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about. So we're going to come back and continue this conversation a little bit. Sam and Greg. And by the way, you guys got any thoughts about any of this stuff that's going on and, 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 and the events taking place in the city here today? 404-741-0929. That's our number. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 9829thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. On this last day of December, I got notes in front of me. I got stuff going on here. Go. I got all go. this yeah, stuff we got to try to get it. to. And want to remind everybody that we get out of here 10, at, at noon. Yeah, we do. So we, we started at 8. We didn't come on at 6 a.m. We came on at 8. We'll go to 12. Walk you right up to the uh, Music City Bowl. Kentucky, Iowa, that's the nap for Sam. Mm-hmm. But if you can't get in front of a TV, you can turn the radio on and check it out right here. Followed by college football game time. We are going to be at the Reverb Hotel. That's right by Hard Rock from 4 until 8, getting ready for tonight's 
Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're going to be talking about that during Michigan and, and TCU. And y'all got, y'all got, as Bernie Mac used to say, y'all got to pray for me, America. <laughs> y'all got to pray for me when it comes to that game. All right? The other thing is, okay. we have not talked, uh, Gary was just on talking about a number of things. And I got to imagine if you go to our page um, later today, the replay, yeah. you'll hear his thoughts on your question <laughs> to him about, how come Jerry Jones ain't going after the Bulldogs with all their success and blah? Gary gave a great answer. He gave a great he gave a great answer. There was one of those answers. The mic. Yeah, the well, it was one. Of those actually, remember when um, uh, Keegan Michael K would do that and that that character where he would stand behind a person saying whatever, like he did it behind Obama. Right. And what he's really saying is, <laughs> yeah, he, he had he needed to have that right then because he was very politically correct with his answer. But if he was in the barbershop, if he was over at Off the Hook, yeah. he said it a whole lot differently yeah, about how he feels about Jerry Jones trying to pilfer things. From this city, we can mention we can mention about off the hook now. Oh, go, all right. Well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. they mentioned we mentioned what they had a chance to do this week. We're very proud of the guys over there. Uh, they 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 worked with the Peach Bowl, you know, for a number of years. Yes, they have. And uh, this week they had a chance to uh, to do haircuts uh, for the Georgia Bulldogs. They had a chance to do that. They they set up an area in the hotel and they yeah. bring uh, the barbers get to come in. And if you go over there next week, you'll probably see the smocks. That yes. They, they, yep. will have we decorated, you know, for the Peach Bowl, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl in Georgia, CFB you know, semifinal game, uh, which they will proudly, you know, be using. But uh, shout out to KB and everybody over there for getting a chance to do There's it. only that, one, some, there's only one chair special. you want to stand behind a, or next to when, when that's going on, and that's next to Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's next to Maurice. We talk about him all the time. Yeah, we do. He's, he's that Georgia Bulldogs fan you can't say nothing to. Yeah. Not, and Bulldogs and Falcons. And, Fal- and Falcons. Falcons. Oh, or Falcons. You can't he, say nothing bad about Falcons. He is just beside himself today because Georgia's going to play just a few blocks away and tomorrow the Falcons, both just a few blocks away from the shop. Oh, my goodness. I know he's wearing everybody out. Yeah, yeah, there. he is. <laughs> he is. He's wearing everybody he out over there. Absolutely is. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. Um, that goes along with what, you know, Gary Stokin was talking about, the game impacting the community and things that we don't hear about, other entities locally that get a chance to be a part of, of this game. And then that's a local business, you know, obviously that gets a chance to be a part of it. But he also talks about how it helps out uh, the youth and Atlanta Public Schools. I just got something from Jasper Jewell. He's the athletic director for Atlanta Public Schools. Uh, the, the bands this week, I think, held their practices at APS facilities. So over at Midtown High School, the stadium, the Ohio State band practiced over there. Right. So, I mean, the idea oh, of having got an up close version of them dot in the eye, huh? Right, but the, but to the, have that come and be at one of your schools right now. I'm not, I know school is out, but I'm sure if there are any kids who are involved with band at that school, I'm sure they came around right. to get a, to get a look at that, to get a look at that, and you know. Uh, but everything that you're saying right now, all the more reason why I absolutely believe this has become this state has become a more attractive location landing spot for the next generation of college football players as opposed to just because Nick Saban's over there in Tuscaloosa I yes he's still Nick Saban and he will he will out recruit 90% but that 10% falls with that dude over in Athens right now and especially if he wins again this year I just think the changing of the guard the conversation that's been going on this week has been a lot of hyperbole. Can we now stop talking about Alabama as the preeminent program and talk about Georgia? That's been a lot of conversation this past week. And 
I get it. They got to fill up airtime. No, but I think. But, it, but if you see that though, if you look at the recruitment list, there are a lot of folks from all over the place because they all want to get here. But but the guys but, who are already you can't have them and the guys who are here too. So I'm just saying the guys from here will end up going somewhere else. Well, and, and, and that's that, a, that, that, that's a, that's the thing. That's the other you, component you, you, in all you, this. You, the transfer you, portal. Well, not just and, a transfer and, portal. I mean, even the high school age recruit the young guys. They're guys who. Georgia, if you look at the Georgia list of recruits for this time, they're from all over the place. Right. Because they, they want, and Georgia can command it. And, and Alabama's been doing that too. Everybody that plays for Alabama ain't from Alabama. We know that. Okay, we so, but, but that, that's what that allows you to do. But the pipeline he used to have, I just think, is starting to close up in a way that we, we knew everything changes and it eventually would happen, but it's happening in a way that's, you know, where he's not, by the way, this is not something that's happening where he's. Just throwing his hands up and going, well, you know, I guess this is just my time. He's going out complaining. He's going out complaining about the rule changes. He's complaining about oh, yeah. all going, kinds of things absolutely. that he can't control anymore. Yeah. That's all part of it. I think, I, I think, I think, and we're talking Nick Saban right now, folks. I, I think he wins one more. I think if he can win one more, I think he gets on his horse. I don't think he does. Up. I think he can. I, I, you know, I, I think you do that and he'll do just what Mike Krzyzewski did up at Duke uh, because it's something that you can't control. You don't have the you don't have the control of it anymore. Coach K wasn't going on like a little, you know. But I'm just saying he can't he can't control it anymore. No, I mean he took him long enough to get guys who are one and done. Roy Williams too is another one. Well, Roy Williams really took off. Yeah, he just said you know y'all can have this. Enough of this. And and actually, it was a player who from this area that went in and and he said when that happened, he said you know what, because it just had a had a had a had a good season, and he said I'm transferring. He's like. That's it. I'm out. You know, because that's 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 the change. And that's the way we got to reintroduce ourselves and, and rewrap our brains as far as the college process. I'm to the point right now, and we may talk about this with Eric a little bit, and I, I get his thoughts about it maybe at the top of the hour, about even with the HBCUs and, and rec- recruiting. I, I was really sore, and still am to a degree, with, 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 with Deion Sanders, for leaving without getting Travis Hunter through to the National Football League from Jackson State. Because you wanted to hear. I wanted to hear Travis Hunter, cornerback, Jackson State University. On a Monday night football game. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I felt like that's been taken away. But, but, does that become a model for HBCUs? Come play your first year here. Come play your first year here. Raise your NIL for wherever you, you, you're going to go after. Come and play your first one, two years at an HBCU. Does that hurt them to do that? And I'm, you know, thinking that could be a model going forward for, for recruitment. But where no, do you no, go then? No, 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 we, no, everybody no, doesn't no, have no, a, no, 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 that you're not going to stay anywhere for three, for, for three, four years. But the point is, what you're saying is, is a, as far as a pattern, you got to have that Dion, that person in place on that next level. To I want to go here. I, I'm going to revisit a question I asked earlier. How many coaches? We can ask. We can do this on the pro level. We can do it on the college level. How many coaches in college football, D1, walk into a room and immediately get respect across the board, like in Tuscaloosa? How many of those guys are presently coaching in college football to where whether you're in the program or you're about to get into college football, go, I'm playing for that dude because I got mad respect for him. How many would you say? Is, and I'll go the over or under is five. Well, it's more than that. Ten. All right, um, we'll go 10. There, there may be more, more, more than that. It, it, a lot of it depends on the player. And wins, and, too. And, and, and we're not just the wins, but what you're going to get, because you think about a guy like a Travis Hunter with Deion Sanders, who's going to be a better position coach for him than the head coach? 
Now, how many guys can match that? That's what I'm saying. He's going to be somebody who's, who's coaching his position. He won't find a better position coach at any other school than, than, than who is who head coach. I always find that interesting. You'd think that would be the case, and yet we had Tony Dungy in Indianapolis forever, and he's a defensive-minded coach. You saw what he did in Tampa Bay. Well, that's and yet the he football had, league now. That's I know, I'm, I'm just saying that's, 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 the, that's the one that, that pops to mind, and, and yet and he had that quarterback yeah, they, and that yeah. offense yeah. that was, was, was game-changing. Yeah. It's just a I guess you are – a product he, of the he, hand you're dealt. Well, that's the case. The, the, the Eric Eric Bieniemy is the new Tony Dungy. Because every year, everybody asks, well, ain't this guy got a head coaching gig? Well, that's, right? that's a different – yeah, right. but Tony at least right. got the job. Right, he got it, but I – mean, Eric Bieniemy ain't got it yet. He should have been well, eventually, three, four years he, he, ago. He eventually, he will. But I'm just saying he's, he's the, he's the modern-day Tony Dungy. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We had, give me another thing from this past year that, that stands out with you, a story. Like, I, I, I'll give you one. Go ahead. We did our first remote. We did. That was huge. We did our first remote huge. this year. That's something we got to look back. That's going to be part of the, the replay clip with the, the uh, Peachtree Road Race. <laughs> Peachtree Road Race. Yeah. That, that we were down to. Me, uh, you, to, and, to, and, and the commission. And the commission. <laughs> greeting the runners that they came running by us in the stream down And I left. I had to leave an hour early to you head did. down to go see Pops. But you know what? At least we got a chance to see them because if we had stayed up here on the ninth floor, we wouldn't see nothing. We got this building they put in front of us. You can't <laughs> see them. You can't see the street anymore. No, you we you can't. go away for two years we, and they put a building. Yeah, yeah, how dare them? You, you can't even see the high museum we, we, over there. We get to see the air conditioning unit. We saw <laughs> them lift like masks. See, right, right. You know, the helicopter in here. But, but thankfully, they put us down on the sidewalk there. Conveniently, right in front of Starbucks, rem- and we watched the Peachtree Road Race come you, right by. Do you remember the name of probably, and I'll say five, one of the top five American athletes of all time retired this past year? And when I say all time, I am, I'm not wavering. One of America's top five athletes of all time retired this past year. Athletes. Athletes. Yes, athletes retired this past year, and as a body of work. You can put up against anybody in his sport. Excuse me, sports. Sean White retired. Ah, ah. Would you agree? Are you sure? Are, are you sure? He did his last retired? Olympics. Yeah, and he's not coming back for a summer Olympics. He's not doing any more whatever those things he does on the skateboard or bikes or whatever. But yeah, this dude but got gold medals from summer and Olympics, X Games, X Games summers and, and win- Olympics. That's and busted pretty much every bone in his body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing what he's it, done. And in the process. And he's he was that he was that that person that changed those sports. There were X Games had a lot of people that performed in it, but you gravitated toward it if that was, you know, the thing that you liked doing. Back then he was the dude. Tony Hawk was a little bit past it mm-hmm. at that point. But Sean White Dual yeah. sport athlete, you got to agree. You can't knock what he is, what he's well, been. No, no, no. He retired this past year. He's so. got the hardware to prove it. All right, we're going to talk NBA with Terrell Thomas coming up in the ten o'clock hour. I got that right, right? It's ten o'clock hour. Yeah, okay. we are. <laughs> got a casting call for you, but some stories of the year having to do with the film industry, and I'm going to let you know where you can find yourself some money that's flying through the air. January Curry, a destination casting, has got a number of projects, believe it or not, going on. But everybody's ramping up. Usually, used to take two, three weeks off during this time of year. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Too much money flying through the air here, so the industry is um, is like just in the starting blocks today, <laughs> waiting for Wednesday of next week, and they're going to get things started again. Uh, but I'll let you know what's going on and how to find those behind-the-camera jobs, and you're going to let us know what's going on locally here, too. we got a couple, like I said, a couple more stories of the uh, of the year this past year. You mentioned Coach K, his retirement. But uh, I have something special up next. 
for you. Special? Yes. Yes, I have something special for you, and it has to do with a story, an ongoing story from this past year. Okay. All right? And by the way, thank you for the Christmas gift that you got. Tracy and I loved it. Uh, You got me. (laughs) No, we do. We're we're, we're going to enjoy it at at the right time because you got to be, like, in the right mood for that. Okay. I think you got some adult beverages there, so you can't be having that with your pancakes in the morning. Yikes. (laughs) Can't do that, but yeah. I want to thank you for that. Yeah, man. Mm, thank you. Um, well, thank you for the treat too. Yeah, but yeah, you we, are... we got a treat. I mean, the the, 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 the treats were well conceived. Did you enjoy that? Well received. Yes. Oh, okay, good. And Eric wolfed down the pancake, uh, pancakes, the, the cupcakes, and uh, so anyway, I just try to take care. That's great stuff, man. Yeah, I can thank McKenna for that. She was Fantastic. the one who, who did that up. Tell us said many, many thanks. Anyway, hey. it is the last day of December. It is Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. And yep. You can take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.